Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm Tim Patterson. I'm executive director here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. I want to introduce to you one of our new partners. It is GuideServe. They are our financial partner who helps us take care of all of our nickels and noses, so to speak. Uh, GuideServe is an outsourced accounting partner for our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. Uh, GuideServe provides professional accounting solutions to churches and ministries all across the country. And they offer, they truly offer some comprehensive accounting and payroll solutions to organizations ranging from a just beginning church plant to large churches and expansive ministries. And listen, if you'd like to know more about them, you can visit their website at guideserve.com or send them an email at info at guideserve.com. And by the way, if you mention BSCM, uh, when you do, it'll be a benefit to us as well. So. Welcome our new partner, GuideServe. Now here's guest host, Dr. Tony Lin, the BSCM State Director of Missions. Hey everybody, I'm glad you're joining us today on our podcast, Punching Holes in the Darkness. And it is my privilege today to have a brother in the Lord with whom I enjoy working. His name is Tim Schrader and his wife, Debbie. Uh, they live in the greater Ann Arbor area and serving as a church planning catalyst is what Tim does, but he does so many things for so many people. And today we want to get to know him and the work that he's doing uh, for the Lord here in Michigan. So Tim, welcome to Punching Holes in the Darkness. Hey, Tony, glad to be with you today. Well, man, it's good to have you. Hey, fill us in a little bit about your family. I know that all your family, you know, your nuclear family is not here in Michigan with you. So take a few moments and get everybody up to speed about what your current family situation is. Okay. Well, uh, I've been married to my precious wife, Debbie, for 40 years. We celebrated our 40th anniversary back in August, and uh, we've been blessed with three children. Um, our oldest daughter, Beth Ann, and her husband, Eric, and our one grandchild, uh, the joy of our life, Owen, they live in Garner, North Carolina, suburb of Raleigh. And um, then we've got uh, our middle daughter, Rachel, and her husband, Wes, uh, live in Edwardsville, Illinois, which is an Illinois suburb of St. Louis. They call it the whole area, the Metro East area. And uh, so they bought their first house this, this summer during COVID, of all things. And uh, so, but they're doing very well. And, uh, and then our son, our youngest, and our daughter-in-law uh, live in St. Louis, and uh, they've been married a year. Um, so uh, they're just in that, you know, honeymoon stage and figuring out life and uh, busy. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the nearest child is about a seven and a half hour drive away. Um, but, you know, thank the Lord that we have reliable transportation. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and as long as the weather's good, we can get there. So we okay. see them as often as we can. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the family situation. Debbie, my wife is the uh, office manager for a local chiropractor office. Uh, she has a, a, just a harrowing 
three minute drive to work. And <laughs> <laughs> that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of who we are. We've been in Michigan just going on five years, getting yeah. real close to being yeah. here five years ago um, after pastoring uh, a church in downstate Illinois, about 50 miles north of St. Louis uh, for a number of years. And uh, having been a church planter prior to that, since God had called me to do this church planting catalyst thing and Michigan came a calling and we came a running. So that's good, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I'm very grateful that you're with us. And, and I am mindful that you and Debbie sacrifice, uh, you know, your time with your family, with especially that, that grandchild, and there will be plenty more coming. Um, so I want you to know it's not wasted on me that you guys are seven and a half hours away drive time from being with them but that you guys still share life with them. And uh, so I know that it's a sacrifice and, and I, I just want the Michigan people, especially to understand that I appreciate your hard, your hard work ethic. Uh, you work very diligently to create relationships and maintain those relationships. with So many people, not only in Michigan, but the people outside of Michigan who resource our people. I see that every day in your passion for relationships and networking. So thank you. And, I'm glad that you guys are still fully engaged here in Michigan. So thank you for that, man. Thank you. Hey, listen, let's kind of shift to your job and role. Here you are, church planting catalyst, church planting catalyst. And we've got you on assignment working specifically with Send Detroit. Um, first of all, give an overview so that everybody can understand what is a church planting catalyst. You know, we've got them all over the nation. And then we'll move into where you've seen some great progress in the Detroit area. Okay. Um, you know, the, when people say, what is a church planning catalyst? I usually give them the summary answer, which is, it is my role to discover, develop, and deploy church planters throughout greater Detroit and southeastern Michigan. And uh, people say, oh, so you recruit church planters. And I'm like, no, I do not recruit church planters. I'm not out there going into churches, trying to steal people. Um, church planting is a calling of God. And my job is to discover those people that God's already spoken to, that he's already impressed this upon, and then help them through this wonderful process that we have to, uh, to bring them to the point of being endorsed Sin network planters. Uh, I tell people if I could recruit them, then somebody else could unrecruit them. And so this is definitely, and, and, you know, let's just be honest, church planting is hard. Uh, so is pastoring. I'm not denying that. I've been both. Yeah. Okay. They're both hard. Yeah. But um, in many, many ways, church planting is, is more difficult uh, because of all of the unknowns. And so this is a high calling of God. Yeah. So my role is to discover those people who have been called of God, develop them. We've got all these wonderful tools. One of my roles is I'm a SIN network trainer uh, for SIN network training. And uh, this wonderful six-month-long development piece that takes uh, these planters through training all the way from their calling to be a planter uh, to things that they have to learn to do that a lot of, you know, churches don't have to do. They have to learn how to fundraise. They, they have to learn how to cast vision. Uh, they have to learn how to communicate with unbelievers because the, the reason that we plant churches 
uh, is not to gather somebody else's sheep. The reason we plant churches is because there are millions of lost people around us. And the sole reason we plant churches is to reach those lost people with the gospel, to disciple them, to develop them, and to send them to go plant other churches. That's what we're about. So I've got the role of discovering, developing, deploying, training. There are some administrative uh, aspects to uh, to my role in working with church planters. And then I also, you know, I'm out there talking to pastors and leaders about, hey, do you have anybody in your church that you sense may have this call on their lives? And if so, could we talk? You know, so That's that kind of gives it a nutshell of what I do. That's excellent. That's excellent. And I think you do a great job at it. So I think that's a great description. Now, let's go focus on San Detroit. Now, you and I know that San Detroit is a one of uh, the cities that the North American Mission Board isolated or focused on some years ago, uh, 32 cities throughout North America. And um, San Detroit, when we say San Detroit, it actually includes Wayne County and the adjacent counties to Wayne County, which is also which is us over into Windsor, Essex in Ontario. Uh, so here's my, here's my broad question. Uh, where have, or, or where do you see the greatest amount of progress in your work in San Detroit? What do you think has been like, man, if I was to celebrate what God has been doing these last five years, it would be these two or three things. Uh, I would say I've kind of narrowed it down in my thoughts to two things. Number one, exponential growth. We, we have seen so many church plants rise up, and, and we've still got more that are going to launch in 2021, uh, some that we're going to launch this year, but this thing called COVID kind of affected yeah. the nation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but not only that, we've got church planters who are developing within their church plants, even those are the, these yes. church plants that we, we would think of them as being in their infancy, infancy, they are developing leaders within their churches to go plant more churches. So I, the number one thing I would celebrate is exponential growth. We have just Absolutely. multiplied and are continuing to multiply. That, that would be the first thing that I would say. Um, and then, uh, I would say better quality, you know, mm. church plants. Mm-hmm. Um, we we all have been in this learning curve mm-hmm. of what works, what doesn't work, yeah. and and like I said, you know, I, I mentioned a while ago that I'm a Sin Network training trainer. Well, when we started five years ago, and I say we because you and I are, mm-hmm. you know, we, we kind of came into this about six or eight months apart from each other. Yep, sure did. There wasn't any training. Okay. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any development process. We were uh, praying and hoping for the best in, in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. And, and we had some churches that were started back then that here five years later don't exist anymore. Right. But that's not the majority of them. The majority of them are healthy. They're reaching people. And like I said, a while ago, they're developing. So I would say, you know, the two things that I would celebrate the most are the exponential growth of churches, of church plants in, you know, in San Detroit, but also the quality that I'm seeing of these church plants and the quality of the leaders and the passion. And wow, it's just really, really exciting. Those are the two things that I would highlight. 
friends, we want to welcome today uh, One Mission TV as our sponsor here at uh, Punching Holes in the Darkness podcast. They have been an invaluable partner with us since I've come here to uh, the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. What they effectively have done is they took all of our media resources and we put them together in this one neat package that One Mission TV takes care of. They're just doing an admirable job for us and have really taken us to a different level in our media work. Here's some things they've done for us. They've done web design, they can do logo design, design for print materials, and of course, any kind of video presence and, and recording you'd like to do. And uh, they've really helped us enhance our online presence as they can for you. Great guys, great partners. You will be glad you have done this. They're really a one-call media company, and I think you'll be blessed by using One Mission Team. And friends, if you want to contact One Mission TV, you can do so at info at onemission.tv. That's info at onemission.tv. Then let's kind of flip this on its head. Then what would you say are the two or three challenges that you see in that context in the San Detroit, greater Detroit area? Well, well the number one you know, challenge is even though we've had exponential growth, it is minutia compared to the need. Uh, we have, we have, you know, 4.3, 4.5 million people in the greater Detroit area. And most of those people are lost. And so we, I mean, you know, if somebody, if, if God just overwhelmingly blessed us and said, here, I'm going to give you a hundred new church planters for 2021, right. we would be gloriously excited, number one. Yeah. And number two, realize, well, that's a start, you know, <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. That's compared true. to the need, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that would be the number one thing that, you know, finding those people that feel called of God to, that have this entrepreneurial spirit that, that are risk takers that are willing to go out there and say, you know what, for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of reaching people with the the gospel, I'm going to go plant a church in this neighborhood, in this area that desperately needs a gospel proclaiming church. And so that'd be number one thing is, is finding enough. You know, the, the second thing, um, which in some ways may be even more difficult, uh, especially because we're not in the, you know, abundant Southern Baptist South. Right. Okay. Right. We're, we're in Michigan. We need sending and supporting churches. Now, in a nutshell, to define that, ascending church is a church that says, we're going to claim that church planter as our missionary, okay? And we're going to lavish love on them and care on them and prayer support for them. And we're even going to adjust our budget and we're going to financially support them. Um, We are really hurting for, you know, just to be honest, we need them. I want you to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> the next level, uh, which would be a supporting church, which, which isn't the level of responsibility that ascending church would take, yeah. but a supporting church says, you know, we're going to come alongside this 
sending church or and we're going to also kind of adopt that planter and his family and we're going to care for them and we're going to pray for them and we're going to financially support them and we're going to send mission teams to help them you know we don't have near enough of that in in sin detroit We, we desperately need that and then the third thing i guess challenges Churches plant churches. And, and you know, you and I have been Southern Baptists a long time. Okay? Yeah. And that in my lifetime, I've not seen a whole lot of that. Yeah. Okay. That churches intentionally developed, raised up leaders to send them out to plant new churches to reach lost people with the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And so we desperately need pastors of churches, people that are going to be watching, you know, listening to this podcast, uh, to develop missional leaders Mm. in their church, Mm -hmm. not only for the benefit of their church, but also to go plant other churches. And by the way, a little plug, NAM has a fabulous tool for doing that. Absolutely free, completely online. It's called the Multiplication Pipeline. And if anybody wants to develop disciples and to develop missional leaders and even develop church planters from within their church, yeah, you and I both just get in touch with us. We will introduce them to the Multiplication Pipeline. Yes. It is a fabulous tool of up to three years of excellent study excellent material for those very purposes. And so I always tell pastors, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. That's We've exactly got a tool right. for you. So that'd be my three things, sending, uh, you know, finding more planters, sending, yeah. supporting churches, and then also churches to develop missional leaders from within so that we truly can see churches planting churches. Oh, those words, those words are well-spoken, very well-spoken. Let me ask you this again, and you already mentioned this. You and I have been Southern Baptists a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, some of our listeners aren't aware of the fact that the SEND network coming out of the North American Mission Board and the Baptist State Convention of Michigan actually are parts of the grand scheme, which is the Southern Baptist Convention, who always focus on discipleship, missions, evangelism, you know, some some big tier things that we all do together. you know, as you look at this, can you tell me what do you think makes the, the, the partnership between the North American Mission Board and the Baptist State Convention of Michigan work when it comes to church planning? Why is it that something within a state works well hand in hand with the SEND network, which we know is based out of Alpharetta, but it's part of what we do as a convention across the nation? I would say the answer comes down to shared purpose. We are not in opposition to one another, okay? And, you know, if you go to the BSCM website, you're going to see, you know, starting and strengthening. And you know what? We both walk hand in hand to do that. You know, we're not out here as Send Network, you know, out here in, you know, in in left field trying to do our own thing independent of the Baptist State Convention. No, we're partners. We're in this together. And do we want to see 
local churches, existing churches that aren't church plants? Do we want to see those strengthened and healthy and reaching people with the gospel? Yes, absolutely. So people would say, well, that's what the BSCM is about. You know, NAM's only about planting. No, you know, and, and does the BSCM want to see healthy, multiplying church plants yes. as well as healthy, multiplying yes. churches, yeah. you know, happen? Absolutely. We both share the same purpose. Yes. And so we do that together, hand in hand with the unified purpose. And that's what makes it work so well. We're not in opposition yeah. to one another. And uh, so, you know, I love that. Love the BSCM guys and, and really hope um, that more BSCM pastors will engage with our planters, a lot of yeah. our planters don't know them. And so, you know, if yeah. you don't know that young man and you hear that he's a planter, uh, go build a relationship with him, you know, and, and, you know, somebody say, well, why doesn't he build a relationship with me? Well, he's the new kid in town. Yeah. You know, if yeah. somebody moves into your neighborhood and they're a new person in your neighborhood, it's on you to go get to know them. I agree with you. That is a hundred percent a good statement. And I think it, especially as we project into the future to build at 500 healthy churches by 2025, we've got to have this partnership get stronger, deeper, and uh, press into the future with those challenges. Let me just kind of wrap things up with this one final question. And it would be this, if you could persuade every pastor, every pastor listening to this podcast to take an important next step after we're finished, what conversation would you like them to start with you? And I mean, you know, this is your giftedness, your skills. And, you know, we're talking about Send Detroit. I mean, you're, you're always available to help anybody. You're, you'll help people in Marquette, Traverse City. You know, I know you will. But I mean, just focusing on the greater Detroit, Wayne County and the adjacent counties. If somebody said, hey, what do I need to do next? Tim, what would be the one thing you'd say, hey, please take this next step? What would it be? Well, the thing that I would love for them to ask me is how can I be a part? You know, we, we often, you know, a lot of our churches in Michigan are small. Yeah. And, and one of the things that we erroneously think is, well, my church is small. I, I really don't have anything to contribute. Listen, just ask me, how can I be a part? I, I want to be a part of, of seeing healthy, multiplying churches yes. pop up all over yeah. Michigan. I want to be a part of helping existing churches become healthy, multiplying churches. Yes. How can I be a part of that? And yeah. the more people that we have engaged in this huge effort mm -hmm. of punching holes in the darkness across yes. Michigan, of planting, yeah. of planting new churches, of reaching the millions of lost people that we have in the state, the more of us working yeah. together with that goal we're going to see God honor that and, yeah. and it will happen. Yeah. It will happen. So if somebody came up to me, you know, the, you know, what would I want them to ask me? Hey, how can I be a part? How can I be a part? You know, my, my church is 20 people. There's, you know, how can I be a part? Yeah. You can, you can be a part and, and we'll help you with that. Yeah. So, Again, that partnership of BSCM and SEND Network and the shared goal of reaching Michigan with the gospel, mm -hmm. and in this case, SEND Detroit specifically, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so if you see me out and about, I would be thrilled with that simple question. How can I be a part? That's good. I've got some answers. <laughs> that's good, man. Tim, Tim, that's good. Tim Schrader, man. I appreciate you so much. You're doing a great job as a church planning catalyst. And uh, and my hope and prayer is that those that have listened to this podcast will seek you out. You can write to uh, Tim at uh, uh, T Schrader, Schrader at, at NAMB.net. Yeah, there you go. And get a hold of him. And or if you want to reach out to me, I'll give you a cell phone number. Mm-hmm. But the guy will help you, man. He will. And uh, I, and I love that attitude. Whether you're a church of 2,200 or 2,000, mm-hmm. there's some way that you can connect and help with church planning. And you know what better way to say that your church is really on fire for the Lord than to say that we've helped set up a new station somewhere in Michigan where the gospel wasn't preached, where the Bible wasn't lifted up, and where Christ wasn't proclaimed. And we've helped do that. And we've done it maybe by just adopting a family and saying we're going to recognize their birthdays or we're going to pray for them every Sunday at our church that God would bless them with growth or that we might come along, like you said, and like, and I appreciate the way you said it, just readjust our budget and make a monthly contribution so that that church planter, his wife and his kids have their needs met as they raise up another church in Michigan. So, Tim, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your description. I appreciate you so much. And uh, and I look forward to us connecting again. Okay. Thanks so much. God bless, brother. Thank you so much. This has been Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast from the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and enjoy these conversations too. And If you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes are available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness. Mm -hmm.